Hey, Tyler. What's up? What's the worst meal you've ever eaten? Oh, man. Okay, so um, worst meal I've ever eaten was probably more the experience as much as the food. But <laughs> I went to the worst Wendy's in my entire life on the way to Florida for a wedding. A Wendy's? Oh, yeah. It was like in every possible way, it was the worst it could have ever been. Oh, no. So we walk in and the there's like just the place is a pigsty. I mean, the trash can is literally sitting in the middle of the room, which should have been like our first red flag. Um, bag full, you know, like overflowing, literally just in the middle of the, the place. We go to order food. I get the, the four for four. So the nuggets, the, you know, cheeseburger, that kind of thing. And then when I go to fill up my drink, there is like what I can only describe as like what would be stuck in like the hair drain, you know, like of a shower, <laughs> like <laughs> literally sitting in the fountain like oh. tray. Oh, was just, no. I mean, like, just, yeah, like, <laughs> like, like gag worthy. And so then, of course, because we're on a long trip, I go to use the restroom and it literally smells like the zoo. Like, no, nothing like to see, but just smelt like a petting zoo. Like, so bad. Food comes out. The burger is like, we took pictures of it, like literally black. It was so charred, but still cold. And yeah, I mean, it was literally everything. The, the nuggets cold, like all of it, just like uneat, unedible. Did you eat the food? No. It was, it's the only time in my life where I've like sent an email to like a corporate place saying this was like unacceptable. It was, it was so bad. What did they give you in return? The nothing. We never heard back from them. No, yeah, really? So Wendy's, yeah, Wendy's did me dirty. Oh, man. We're about to get a cease and desist from Wendy's <laughs> for this podcast that 12 people listen to. <laughs> But it's out there for the world to know. It was so bad. Gosh. Yeah. That's terrible. What about you? I've got many stories. Oh, good. Uh, some self-inflicted, others yeah. Yeah, yeah. not so much. But I'll tell one. When Catherine and I, we were not officially dating, but we went on <laughs> kind of like a group date. Okay. Uh, first time we'd ever kind of hung out with a group of people in seminary. And this uh, group that we were hanging with, they wanted to go to downtown Raleigh. Mm. And it was about a 35-minute drive from where we lived in Wake Forest. And so... We, uh, we go down there, and there's six of us crammed in this, like, truck. Okay. And I'm sitting next to Catherine, and uh, we, we get down there, and the group, they'd all served overseas, like, they'd missionaries and stuff in Thailand and all these other places. Uh-huh. So they are, like... So it's your traditional American meal. You yeah, they're, like, with, along with another car of people, they're, like, we got to go try this Thai place. I don't know if you know this about me, but I don't... I don't really do yeah. like not a, Thai, not or a big Thai guy, Indian or anything <laughs> like that. So, uh, but I couldn't say like yeah. no, uh-huh. I'm a sure. total picky eater. Yeah, yeah, you're along for the ride. Yeah. There's too many yeah, people. That's exactly, there's too uh-huh. many people to override. Yeah. Here. So we go in. Never had even like been in any of this place, anything <laughs> like that. So I just asked like, what's the most basic thing you have? And the server's like, well, we can get you curry chicken. And I was like, okay. Uh huh. And. They, they brought this out, and I took a few bites, and it was the hottest food I'd ever had <laughs> at that point in my life, and it made me so sick. Oh, man. And it didn't really hit me until yeah. we got to the truck, and then we're like, we've got this 35-minute drive oh, no. back to Wake oh, no. Forest, and I'm sweating, and I'm just like... <laughs> Crying and my stomach hurts. I'm just like, oh my god! Like, when you're like clenching so, the sides, sweating, so, yeah, so so bad. And there's like Catherine, this girl that I'm like trying to go on a date with, oh, and man. this group of people in this truck. I was dying. Oh, that and is it was, the, it was bad. The best time is during like the dating portion for something oh, like that. It to was happen. so bad. It was so so bad. 
I've never had Thai food since. But but Catherine's still with you, so that's plus. She stuck with me through it. (laughs) (laughs) Welcome, everybody, to Weekly Hope. We're actually here outdoors for a nice little uh, outdoor podcast. Weather's so nice today, and uh, we're recording this uh, before our weekly messages. We're going to be out of town. Uh, I'm going to be in... Uh, in Anaheim for the Southern Baptist Convention next week. And uh, so we wanted to go ahead and just get the podcast recorded and talk a little bit about some of the stuff that's on our heart and particularly what's coming up with Tyler and Natalie and some of our mission partners. And so today we're going to talk a little bit about missions and uh, our mission strategy as a church, uh, our heart in how to reach people even beyond just our church and our community and, uh, and a little bit of what the Lord's put on Tyler and Natalie's heart as well. Uh, and how we can serve. So, uh, so Tyler, take a few minutes and love to just hear from you guys about what you're going to be doing this summer and uh, kind of how you got to that place. So take it away. Yeah, for sure. So uh, for the next almost or a little over a month after we leave June 18th, we'll be serving um, with Missio Day Church over in um, Dorado, Puerto Rico. And so we'll be serving with Hector Candelaria, which has just become a really good friend and just really amazing ministry partner through um, just the times we've gotten to serve together so far. So I've had the opportunity to go twice down to Puerto Rico or or three times now down there to um, visit with them, just see their church and um, really just have have kind of seen the vision behind um, what what is ultimately just a similar church to ours, but just in a different context. And I think that part particularly is really cool. Um, for us to get to see and be a part of. So we'll serve for a month down there doing a few different missions projects with them. So the first week we go down there, we're going to get to do a VBS sports camp for uh, some kind of like government housing type area of Dorado. And so this is something they did last summer as well that has led to some really good relationships for them in just an area that has a particular need in their community. And so we'll get to serve for five days with them Um, helping with another mission team that comes down and just helping with some of the organization and just the execution of it. So it should be a a pretty fun time. It's a pretty neat opportunity where they'll go in and play some games with the kids and that kind of thing and do some crafts, which will lead the opportunity for them to do a Bible study with them. Um, And so just an opportunity to love the kids and hopefully get to to meet some of the families as well. And then on the back end of the trip, so the last week that we're there, we will get to serve doing an elementary school kind of revitalization project. So helping kind of paint the rooms, clean floors, get the school ready for um, classes to be back in in session. And this is a new opportunity for them. So the first time that they're really getting to just have a new place to, to serve and love and care, which is just cool for me because like for our church, like we've invested in certain schools like Finley Oaks and things like that. And so to see them like doing the same kind of identity, but in, in Puerto Rico, is I think it's just neat to see yeah. that like the gospel extends everywhere. Yeah, um, that's awesome. Yeah. So you're going to actually begin to go and spend some time helping them host mission teams. Exactly. Which is a lot of what you do with us as well, as we have mission teams come and serve. And For sure. Uh, so neat that we get to send you guys down there to serve with one of our partners. Um, so tell me a little bit of like, why would you want to do this? And how did this come about for you to, you know, to go spend a good chunk of the summer serving one of our partners in Puerto Rico. Yeah, definitely. So, I mean, man, more than anything, we just feel so blessed for the opportunity with Hope Church to even get to do something like this. It it still feels a little surreal to be able to spend a month just um, getting to see more of what missions look like. So for me, I've, I've grown up here locally in Alpharetta and truthfully not had a whole lot of opportunities to experience 
just the church outside of this context and just the church in, in other places. I went on one mission trip when I was in high school, but outside of that one week have never really gotten to do much outside of here. So for this trip, it's a lot of um, personal conviction of wanting to just have a deeper desire for missions, whether that will be like vocationally and something full time later on in life or whether that would be even just in desiring to to be a pastor, just to see what that looks like. And um, I've been fortunate enough to marry a woman who just has an incredible heart for missions. It is like just in her identity, and it is something that like just brightens her day more than anything is when she gets to see just the big church and see like all the cultures and all the ways that God is reaching people all over. So it's really a cool opportunity for us as we are continuing to pray about what the Lord has us do in the future in ministry as I finish seminary and, and start in kind of a planting process and what that looks like um, for us just to experience a different culture in churches. Yeah, that's awesome. What would you say to somebody who's, you know, interested in what missions looks like and may not have an opportunity to spend a summer <laughs> going overseas sure. or, um, you know, hasn't been on an overseas mission trip or anything like that? I mean, do you think that missions is, you know, going on a on an overseas trip to another country or like, what does that look like in, in y'all's life? Or what do you think uh, you would say to you know, just, just regular people in our church that want to do something for the kingdom? For sure. Yeah. I mean, man, I would say more than anything, it, it certainly starts with here and now. So we are in a community that is like, just like any, that there's just no shortage of opportunities to be on mission as people. And so like one thing we've seen is even just in the cities that we live in, they're becoming more culturally diverse which gives just opportunity to reach people for the gospel in a different state, in a different like season of life and, and just culture in which that exists. Like Natalie even had opportunities to go serve Clarkston, which is local for us, um, but is the most diverse square mile in all of the U.S. Yeah. And so like that particularly was just cool hearing her experiences of what felt like almost stepping into a third world country, um, even though it's only 30 minutes from us. So I'd say like there's, there's local things to reach, people like that and reach and reach people in need. And then there's just neighborhoods and communities. So like for us, like we've been living in an apartment complex for the last year and have gained relationships with, with three just sweet families all in that look and feel completely different than, than our life right now. Mm -hmm. And so we've seen just how missions can work in our own lives yeah. um, here and now. But I would say like, if at all possible, certainly like if that's something that you feel a conviction towards in a, in a, just desire for something potentially more missions-minded even outside the U.S., that's great. And there are huge needs for that. And it's worth the sacrifice of time and vacation days and money and things like that in order to just see what God is doing in other places and just uh, wrestle with that, that potential calling. Yeah. Yeah, I think there's like a big debate, or at least when I was in seminary, there was a big debate over like the effectiveness of short-term mission trips, sure. which is like, you know, one-week trips or two-week trips mm -hmm. and are you able to really actually do that much or actually accomplish that much? Yeah. Um, and I, I'm, I'm very pro mission trips. I like, I think more than anything else, it helps develop your heart for missions to see what God's doing in his global church, big C church all over the world. And I've certainly been impacted by mission trips, you know, all over um, to see that in it, the kingdom is so much bigger than just our little backyard. Definitely. And that God is, is working in different contexts and in different ways uh, all over. And so that's one of the things I'm just very passionate and excited about. Uh, and I, I want everybody in our church to have, at some point, have the opportunity to experience missions. But I also know 
we have more people that are wanting to go on a mission trip than we really <laughs> sure. have like opportunities for mission trips to, to be had. And even sure. even Hector, I mean, there's just only like there's only so much work to go around that you can actually even host or have things done. And we are working with Hector and some of our other mission partners to set up some trips, you know, coming up in the near future. Yeah. But I always just encourage our people, man, what what has God put on your heart? What are you passionate about? And is it as a ministry or is it a, a particular need or a particular area of our community that has needs? And then plug in there. Yeah. You know, some sometimes that may mean it looks like you doing it on your own and you just going and and starting a work, um, or it may be something as simple as just start start reaching people at the gym, or or start a conversation with a parent on your kid's sports team, uh, or some of those just very simple intersecting your everyday life, natural life, with the gospel yeah. and and what Christ has done in your life. Uh, it starts there, and I would just say if if you come across needs, or you you've developed a a particular ministry area that you're passionate about and you're a part of Hope Church, let us know because we're always looking for opportunities to serve our community, serve the kingdom. We have, uh, I, Tyler, I'll let you tell the story about, you know, what I, I guess a year ago I asked you to do some research on like what are the biggest needs yeah, in yeah, our yeah. in our area and what did you find out? Yeah, man, it was fascinating. So I... Um, it sent out emails just to to um, the community to to just ask and say, hey, we're we're a new church here, you know, just trying to see if there's ways that we can serve the city best and and what is the greatest needs. And the response back I got was, uh, there is no need that we know of at this time. Mm. So that was like the immediate response. And so then I was like, well, I'll I'll look and I'll see what nonprofits are around, you know, what options. So I went through the list of every single nonprofit that is in the Johns Creek area code. And what I found was there was more um, nonprofits caring for pets than there were for people here. Hmm. And that, I think, just really spoke a lot to just the community in which we live in as far as that goes. Yeah. Um, but it doesn't change the fact that there's like certainly need here. Yeah. And we've seen that and we know that just from conversations we've had with people, um, just through the things that we've been able to see and just the heartbeat we've seen for the community is there's a lot of lostness. It just looks different. Yeah. Well, I think that and I think we live in our particular context in a community that doesn't really like ask for help. Definitely. And that's, uh, it's not that's that, that people don't need help. And there, there may be different in terms of physical needs mm-hmm. uh, than other communities or other countries. But like, man, there, there are thousands upon thousands of people that need help, whether it's spiritually or emotionally or in marriages or in a lot of different ways. Yeah. And so we're looking for doors to open. We're looking for opportunities. Mm-hmm. And I just encourage any of our people... If you have a passion or you have a connection, let us know because yeah. we, we want to uh, leverage our time, effort, energy, and resources for the kingdom. Yeah, so. for sure. And that, that's one of those, like, it, truthfully, as we've been walking through Genesis, one of those big convictions I've seen was uh, when I had the opportunity to preach through Sodom and Gomorrah was just seeing how Abraham was praying for Sodom and Gomorrah mm. because they didn't know what they needed. Like, yeah. they didn't even know. Like, their eyes were not like revealed to the things of need that they had. Yeah. And I feel like there's a little bit of that parallel sometimes where it's like, man, our, our heart and our conviction for our community is to, to pray for those that don't even know yet that they need something, that yeah. they need a savior. Yeah, that's good. Well, hey, in the next uh, couple of weeks, we have some stuff just coming up that we're excited about. This coming Sunday, uh, well, it will have already passed. So <laughs> we'll have Explore class uh-huh. on, on the 12th. But you can sign up for our next Explore class, which will be the second Sunday of July. And it's a great way just to get, get connected to our 
uh, our church, find out more about our church, and get connected mm-hmm. to some of the leadership. Uh, our family is going to host just a July 4th party on uh, on the 4th, that Monday, and want to invite anybody from our church that is interested or want to come meet some people and hang out and barbecue and mm-hmm. uh, and just have some fun with fireworks or sparklers. Uh, you're welcome to come by our house on uh, July 4th that evening. We'll be sharing more details about that. And we do have member affirmation coming up next Sunday mm-hmm. uh, on the 19th. As so, well as Father's Day. On Father's Day, yeah, which we'll have some fun little gifts for our fathers as well. So uh, it'll be a great time to bring Dad out and, uh, and get some, I, I believe, beef jerky uh, for the dads. So it should be a fun time. But uh, this has been Weekly Hope, and can't wait for, uh, for, for you guys to come join us this Sunday at 10 a.m. If you have more questions, you can find information at hopechurchjc.com.